Are you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply? Then you, lovely person, are in the right place because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hello, hello, hello. This is the Grow Your Private Practice show, episode three. It's great to have you here. Now, one of the things that will make a client choose you over one of the other 500 counsellors in your area is by letting them know that you understand them, that you form a connection with them. And you'll know yourself that probably the most important thing, the thing that makes the biggest difference in the client's experience of counselling, the thing that makes a difference in the quality of the counselling that's received And the thing that makes a massive impact on both the client and the counsellor is the quality of the therapeutic relationship. And one of the ways to start forming that connection is through the language that you use in your marketing. So by using words that the reader or the listener uses is a simple and subtle way to start creating a connection. Now, when I think about myself, Over the years, I've had several counsellors, and if you're the same, you'll know how important it is to get the right counsellor. So when I've had counselling given to me, so without any choice, like through the GP, sometimes it's not a brilliant fit, and that can really hamper the process at best, and it can be damaging at worst. And I can remember one well-meaning counsellor whose comments made me feel really judged, and so... I just ended up keeping quiet and I was keeping quiet literally about the things that I was there to talk about. So, I mean, that's just not good. So people will choose a counsellor that they feel comfortable with, who they feel will understand them. So if they're scrolling through a directory, for example, and they see something that says, I'm a psychoanalytic psychotherapist and I utilize existentialism and phenomenology to take you on a path to self-actualization. And I have seen things like that. (laughs) Just think for a moment, how is that person going to feel? Ask yourself, are they going to feel connected with you? Are they going to feel disconnected? Could they possibly feel a little bit stupid if they don't understand what you're saying? It could even put people off accessing counselling altogether. So why do we do that? Why do we end up using big words? Well, there are a few reasons. One of them is that maybe you want to appear professional. But the truth is you don't have to appear professional because you already are a professional. And I'm going to use air quotes here. So just imagine me using air quotes. So being, air quotes, a professional counsellor suggests being qualified and practicing, having expertise that's based on a deep level of knowledge and having a commitment to your practice, possibly but not necessarily through being a member of a relevant body. If you are being, and I'm using air quotes again, professional on the other hand, is about how you choose to practice and is about principles and ethics. 
So you're a professional because of your training, because of your knowledge, because of your principles and ethics. It's by your competency, your self-regulation, your specialized knowledge. You aren't a professional because of the clothes that you wear, because of the address that you work from, or because of the words that you choose. And part of being a professional counsellor is being able to put clients at ease. And it comes so naturally in the counselling room. So what we're looking to do is to do that through the marketing that we do as well. And a really good quote that I always think of is, clear beats clever every time. Another reason would be imposter syndrome. So, oh, good old imposter syndrome. If you have a little voice inside you saying to you that you're not good enough, that you're going to be uncovered as a fraud, that you're a fake, that you don't really know it, that you've just struck lucky that day, you might try to overcompensate by using some big words. And sometimes we use bigger words in order to try to sound smart. Have you ever done that? I know I have. But it's been proven that using simple words makes you appear more knowledgeable. So to sound smart, you've got to stop trying to sound smart and just accept the fact that you already are smart. You don't have to prove it. So brilliant writing is really simple writing and a relevant idea that's delivered clearly and directly is going to go very far. So let's look at some examples of this. So in general writing, using the word use instead of utilize or near instead of close proximity, help instead of facilitate. So using the simple version of a word just really helps. But in counselling, this could mean that instead of saying something like, I work in a person-centred way, we might say something like, the focus is always going to be on you and your wants and needs. Can you see how much better that feels? Can you feel see how much more connection that somebody might feel when they read those words? And again, instead of saying something like, I work with historical trauma, and trauma is an issue because when people think of trauma, they tend to think of like servicemen that are coming back from war. They don't always, they don't always see that trauma can be various difficulties that have happened in our past. So instead of saying, I work with historical trauma, when people don't necessarily know what that means, you could say, past events can keep affecting us for a long time and I help you to manage that. And again, instead of saying something like, I'm facilitating positive change, can you make it a little bit clearer? Can you say something like, let's make things change for the better? I mean, that's, that rolls off the tongue a lot easier, doesn't it? And finally, instead of saying, I'm an integrative counsellor, which let's face it, non-counsellors don't really know what that means. And even some actual counsellors don't even know what integrative means. What could you say instead? Well, you could say something like, you are a unique individual, so I will take your lead and work with you in the way that suits you best. I mean, that just feels so much more relatable. It just feels warmer. It just feels somebody's going to connect with that a lot more. So remember, if you have imposter syndrome, that little voice is lying to you. And if you need any more help with this, I have a workshop all about imposter syndrome in the Grow Your Private Practice Club. 
Now, another reason that you might use psychobabble instead of clear words is that you may be used to talking this way with your peers. So if you've got a lot of counselling friends and peers, talking this way is just, it just comes second nature, doesn't it? But many of these words and terms that we use just aren't familiar to non-counsellors. So it's worth just thinking about, is a non-counsellor going to understand what I'm saying? A way that I look at this look at this actually is if I got an 11-year-old to read what I've just written, are they going to understand what it says? And I say that not because I want to patronise people or talk down to people, but because it needs to just be really, really clear. When people are scrolling through social media, for example, or looking on a website, pe- people are kind of lazy. They want something to be there in front of them and know immediately what it means. So make it easy for them, you know, use the words and the terms that they're really familiar with. That said, it's fine to use longer words, only if your meaning is so specific and no other words will do. So if you want to create more connection through your marketing materials, it's worth being aware of any psychobabble that's creeping in and to keep your language clear and simple. And finally, I'm going to advise you to go and look at your social media bios, look at your website, look at your directory entry and see if you have any psychobabble on there. And if you do, change it. And the way that I do this, again, I would imagine that I have a dear friend sat with me and that I'm chatting over coffee. What would be the words that you use? And another little tip here is that I find if I read what I've written out loud, even though it feels really weird. If I read what I've written out loud, I notice how it feels. And if it feels wrong, and doesn't feel like it's something that I'd say in just in casual conversation, I change it. So remember, when it comes to your website, your social media, your directories, your blogs, everything, clear beats clever every time. So I hope you've enjoyed this and I really look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.